I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. The metropolis of Vijayanagar was a center of a Hindu empire in South India that lasted from the 14th to the 16th century. Now the ruins sprawl over hundreds of square miles around the town of Hampi. They include ornately engraved palaces, temples, and stone chariots. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, a remote one, so it's remained relatively unchanged over the years. But reporter Michael May discovered the site has recently undergone a controversial makeover. Hampi appeals to the kind of travelers willing to go 12 hours out of their way for something different. And I'm one of them. An azure sky meets undulating hills covered with red granite boulders. Abandoned ruins dot the landscape. And then, in the center of town, there's Virupaksha Temple. The bells still call Hindu worshippers to this 15th century stone temple. Inside, pilgrims line up with an offering of coconuts or rupees for Lakshmi, the temple elephant. Lakshmi returns the favor with a blessing and a tap of her trunk on their heads. Musicians play devotional music on a stone pavilion, and tour guides lead small groups through the sacred chaos. For 230 years, this is the glorious time of the big Vijayanagara Empire. This is what archaeologists call living heritage, an ancient monument still being used by locals. And the same was true for the Hampi Bazaar. My tour book promised a thriving 400-year-old marketplace full of restaurants and guest houses. Instead, I found bulldozers leveling hundreds of cement homes and shops, most built over the past 60 years. The air was thick with dust. Locals stood around and watched, stunned. A few used sledgehammers to pry valuable steel rebar from the wreckage. Tour guide Viru Pakshi stood outside his home, watching a lurching bulldozer approach. The front half of his home had already been torn down. That's where I was born. Any minute's gonna collapse, and they're gonna, you know, bulldoze it. I'll come back to the fate of Viru and his family home in a moment. As I'd learned, the Archaeological Survey of India, or ASI, ordered the demolition. It's the government organization charged with protecting the monuments here. M. Nambi Rajan is ASI's archaeologist in charge of Hampi. He told me that the ASI had to take action because people were not just living near the ruins. Some of them had settled inside ancient kiosks in the market. We cannot permit the monument uh, being used as an internet cafe uh, or a hotel, a roadside eatery. That is not the um, original purpose of the monument. The Hampi residents tried to fight back in court. But in April, the Karnataka High Court ruled that the people must go immediately. And the ASI gave the order to clear more than 300 homes from the bazaar, though a small section away from the ruins was allowed to remain. Nambi Rajan says people who've lost their homes will be compensated and moved to a village outside of the protected area. So in course of time, they'll uh, get good business. Uh, they can run their life without any trouble. Nambi Rajan says the sacrifice is worth it. Once the modern buildings are cleared away, visitors will be able to observe the ancient structures as they were centuries ago. We are only trying to increase the outstanding universal value of the monument by removing these in, uh, uh, illegal occupants and restoring the original character and integrity of the monument. But not everyone agrees that an empty bazaar really reflects the original character of the place. It's a very simplistic way of understanding these things. That's Nalini Thakur from the School of Planning and Architecture in Delhi. 
She was actually hired by the ASI to create a management plan for the Hampi ruins. She says the ASI ignored her recommendation to work with the locals. Now she accuses the ASI of having a colonial mentality about protecting the ruins. And the assumption that the moment it is clear and without people, it is safe. And that is also not true, because to maintain these places, it is better to have people and not depend on one organization. Thakur says that the locals can do a great job of maintaining archaeological sites when they're given the incentive to do so. This approach has worked at sites in Rome and Jerusalem. Thakur does agree that the bazaar was becoming overdeveloped, but she thinks the government could have found a middle ground. Her plan called for a field school in Hampi, where residents in the bazaar would be taught how to live among the ruins and protect them. So that you come very clearly say, what are the do's and don'ts for this, which we all follow. But the Kur suspects the ASI had another motive beyond preservation. The Hampi Bazaar catered to backpackers who often spend just a few dollars a day. The government, she says, would rather attract wealthy foreigners to stay at five-star hotels. The backpackers are better from my end because whatever they spend will be spent on the site and it will help the local economy. The five-star people, when they spend, the travel agent takes off all the money. As it happens, Hyatt has plans to open a hotel outside Hampi. But Viru, the tour guide who lost his home, says there's another piece to the story. He says there's been tension for years between the locals who serve the tourists and the Swami who runs the temple. Because he thinks that, you know, Hampi is not, uh, you know, it's Hampi is all polluted because of the foreigners, because of the hippies, because of the, you know, it's, they're claiming that the drugs been selling. Viru says that was no reason to destroy the bazaar. He thinks the police should have just stepped up enforcement. But whatever the ulterior motives, the effect for Viru is the same. He and his family will get a bit of compensation and they'll be relocated to the new settlement. So our business depends on the tourism. There's nothing is there to do. So one way or the other way, you know, life is finished. As I gazed over the heaps of rubble that had been a thriving marketplace just days before, it occurred to me that travelers who love Hampi had lost something too. The historic bazaar is now just another stone monument, protected, perhaps, but devoid of life. For The World, I'm Michael May. It's truly an amazing scene, and we have a slideshow of the ruins and the bulldozers at theworld.org.